Hello and welcome to the First and Ten Podcast. We are back. We've had a little bit of a break because, I mean, really nothing's happening in the NFL, but I am your host, Ross, and with me, as always, is Dave. Oh, you're right. Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Yeah. yeah. Been, uh, been a while, right? No? Yes. We've been busy drafting dynasty rosters, haven't we? Yeah, we've um, yeah, finally got through all three <laughs> of, the, of them drafts. Um, yeah, those are longer than the others, didn't they? Yeah, I won't, won't mention any names, but you know. <laughs> Certain certain people held up certain drafts, and you know, <laughs> people in them they, they they probably know who they are, and the people in the leagues know who they are. But you know, it was a lot of fun. That was my first dynasty draft, yeah. and yeah, a lot of fun. I've enjoyed. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm in two leagues with you, and one of them I've just gone for basically an entirely rookie team, and it's a risky strategy. I feel, but well, yeah, you, out. you just uh, taking Mark Evans off my hands, haven't you? In that one, yeah, I really wanted him, and you took him. I think you were picked before me, so. You, Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I had to try and get I don't yeah. care about these future draft picks. People in my league are a bit annoyed at this, but I don't care about them. Who cares? Uh, it's for rookies. Yeah, it's fun though, the rookie drafts. I know from this year, doing a rookie draft is a, a, good, a good bit of fun. And, you know, now I'm basically controlling the draft. Now I've got to all your picks. <laughs> but, um, yeah, looking forward to 2020. And that's, uh, we're, we're already rebuilding. We only drafted two days ago. Yeah, fingers crossed for me, it's 2020 is a really <laughs> terrible draft. But. Yeah. <laughs> Awful draft class. No, um, it's uh, the best draft class in years, I think. <laughs> you best hope I'm terrible this year. Oh, yeah. I'm really, I'm re- trust me, I was rooting for that anyway. So. <laughs> but we are back. We're going to uh, preview, we're going to start our previews of the uh, divisions. We're going to start alphabetically AFC East today, which uh, Dave has a, a slight vested interest in. Um, I mean, we'll have a look for some news, but really, nothing's happening. If you're interested, Jalen Ramsey's not going to give the Jags a discount. Yeah. Don't care. Um, I mean, why should he, really? Like, oh, yeah, exactly. He's a standout cornerback. Yeah. If, if they're not going to pay him, someone will, won't they? So yeah, Everyone else is all about getting that bag, as they say now. And oh, so that, is, is. is that the new thing, is it? I getting that bag. It. What, a bag of money? They want yeah. a bag of money? I mean, I'll have a bag of money, please. Yeah. <laughs> is, this where, is this where I realise I'm getting like, old? When it's like, <laughs> is that like, oh, I don't know what the what the kids are saying these yeah, days. Yeah, we're not down with the kids anymore. Don't <laughs> uh, oh, I can't believe this. <laughs> Uh, some other major off-season news. Um, Rashad Matthews has signed with the Saints. That's that's a big deal. David Amerson's been released from the Cardinals. I didn't even realise he was at the Cardinals. I thought he was still at the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, veterans are annoyed at Baker Mayfield for his comments about um, Jude Johnson. They struck me as a little bit kind of out of line as well. Yeah, like, I mean... You, you're, it's you're that... a second-year player, Baker. I know you're the quarterback, but... Yeah, it's... Um... But I think this is my, like, I don't know if issue is the right word, but sort of my, I don't know, bit, I'm a bit wary of sort of going all in on Mayfield mm. because of this sort of thing, because I do think it's just a real sign of immaturity. And like, yeah. I think you wouldn't see, I mean, there's no point in saying Brady because obviously not, but like <laughs> Breeze or any veteran quarterback, even like Cam, I'm not sure would be making these comments about no, someone on his own team. No. He might he might do it with like Kelvin Benjamin once he's left. They might have a bit of fluffy. Once they're not there. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's just a weird. It's it's not a good look, is it, for the man that's supposed to be the leader of the the whole team? And yeah, yeah, I don't. I kind of see Johnson's side. It, they tried to trade him. He wants to go now. Like, yeah, it's. I mean, they drafted. Um, sorry, signed Kareem Hunt, didn't they? Is it all, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't really see the big problem with with it. Like and. Yeah, I think Mayfield just, I don't know, he needs to grow up a bit, doesn't he? And mm. like, People find it fun, all the stuff with like, Hugh Jackson, but again, I don't think it's a good look for... 
No, he's your head coach at the end of the day. It's... Yeah, it's, and no, he was the man that gave me his first start in the NFL, wasn't he? Mm. he should, I'm not saying Hughes, like some, I mean, in the day we have the Hugh Jackson Awards, didn't we, last year? <laughs> the worst the worst coach in a job. So we're not, well, let's sort of say that too much about respect, but he's not our boss at the end of the day, is he? Or he's not, <laughs> we can say what about him. Hugh Jackson's done nothing for us apart from <laughs> provide some good content. Yeah, some humour, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, I think, yeah, it's, it's just not great for Mayfield. And, no. Um, not, not anything like I'm going to go all in on him, but, you know, it's not great. No, not at all. Um, over in Chicago, they're still having kicker issues. I mean, they've, they've cut... Um, what's his face? Someone blew it. I mean, you, you, blew it is not a name for a kicker. That's not no. the name you want. <laughs> no. <laughs> no fault, it's but it, Chris blew it. Like yeah. a he- headline writer's dream, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's, that seems to be all they're doing in Chicago, is just working out kickers almost every day. I mean, it's all about getting Gould back, aren't they? And... <laughs> But it doesn't seem like that's going to happen this year, does it? So I don't know. I don't really know what like the end game is there. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Just go, go for a few kickers. And, I don't know. Weird team. Yeah. Um, other nefarious bits of news. Earl Thomas says the Ravens' defence is very complex compared to Seattle's. I mean, no one thought Seattle's defence was complicated, did they? It's <laughs> no. very, it's... very basic. But that's sort of why it's so effective, isn't it? But, yeah. Uh... They run one system and it works. Yeah. It's... Um... Yeah, I don't really see the big big deal with that. No, Seahawks fans have seen there's a little bit of shade thrown their way, but I don't really get that. Um, the Patriots are the, the, the tight end merry-go-round is uh, well and truly in effect in New England, isn't it? Yeah, it's um... <laughs> you've got a Detroit Lion. Michael Roberts now has been drafted for a seventh round pick or traded for a seventh round pick. Sorry. Yeah, I mean it's, it's a conditional pick, isn't it? So probably won't even end up giving it up. It's. Uh... Yeah, I think tight end is just going to be one of them spots where I think the Patriots I struggle. Well, not struggle with. I just think it'll be a different, a different looking Patriots this year. It's just we'll going to be random, random guys for four weeks, and then Ben Watson will be here, and he'll do Ben Watson. Yeah, just yeah. I think I think it'll be steady. fine. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. And uh, sad news: the uh, the long time owner of the Broncos, Pat Bolin, uh, died yesterday after a long struggle with Alzheimer's. Um, it's a shame. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, obviously a very sad thing, and it's, it's a very. I think he's quite a popular owner, wasn't he? And mm. you know, I think just that sort of thing, isn't it? It's uh, yeah, always sad when these sort of people go, and someone sort of gives a lot to to the game. Any, any of these owners do. I mean, some of them are worse than others, I guess, or less good. But you know, they all give yeah. a lot to the game, and they're a big part of uh, sort of why things exist and how mm. things the way they are now which you know obviously some people won't <laughs> always be massively positive about that but I think yeah I think these owners yeah without them the league wouldn't exist would it so no exactly the best ones are the ones that you don't really hear from very often they just yeah do their job I mean Pat Bowden was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame last season and he oversaw in his time there three Super Bowl wins and seven AFC championships not bad no and yeah the city seemed to really sort of like him and the family so when yeah. I got into the game, so, the Broncos were kind of, they were the team, that Terrell Davis, John Elway team, that was, they were the team to beat, really. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, they've had spells, have been up and down, haven't they, since then? But, mm. yeah, overall, just a team that's always been there or thereabouts. And, you know, a lot of that comes down to the owner, doesn't it? And what yeah, they put definitely. into it. Yeah, more power for John now, probably. Yeah. <laughs> just, just what they need at Denver. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me, honestly, if he did become the owner at some point. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
It's always cool, because that, isn't it? They, they sort of, they get these jobs and get sort of like a, um, a bit like a bit of ownership in the team and stuff, like yeah. new shares or whatever. If anywhere is going to happen, it's going to be, I think, Denver and the, the link they've got with John Elway. And... Yeah. Either or, or when he goes and they get in Peyton Manning and do the same sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> right, we are going to do some uh, division previews. I say we're starting with the AFC East. Let's uh, just have a quick look back at how it finished last season. Uh, the Jets finished bottom four and twelve. Buffalo Bills six and ten. Uh, it was better than I thought they'd do actually. The Dolphins somehow got seven wins, um, nine losses. But the Patriots, of course, eleven and five. Not quite the twelve and four they normally get, but eleven and five was enough to get you to the dance and ultimately win the whole thing in the end. Yeah, it's just. Bit more interesting, wasn't it? Eleven and five, you know. <laughs> I mean, you were not going to make the playoffs at one point last season, though, were you? Oh, oh it was over. I, I'm already excited for that this year when <laughs> we lose a couple of games and you know the whole thing's crumbling. But honestly, yeah. if it, if it, if we never win another Super Bowl, it doesn't really matter, does it? And Brady's been weighed down by those six massive rings he's got. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> See, it's just tough. No, he's got to have one on his throwing hand when he plays, is not he? So <laughs> it's just gonna gonna be even tougher to throw, but. Yeah, I mean, I can already see it week four when we got off to a bit of a sluggish start. <laughs> and then, but, you know, the receivers are, well, we'll get to that soon, won't we? I'm sure, like, the yeah. weaknesses and stuff. But, you know, the receivers aren't the uh, exactly the strength this year. And, you know, I'm sure it'll get worked out. But, you know, I can already see it that it's going to be uh, end of the world. And, you know, <laughs> the Patriots might not make the playoffs, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Let's start, let's start with the bottom, then let's start with the Jets. Uh, the team that are kind of, I think, are going to make the most movement this season. Four, four and 12 last year wasn't good enough for that roster I don't think I think they played better than their records suggested last year I thought Donald had a a good season for a rookie and um, they've added weapons this year they've added uh, Levon Bell obviously I love the addition of Jameson Crowder that's a really good addition for Donald I think Um, they've strengthened the line with uh, Kletchi Assembly and they've paid big money to CJ Mosley but he's a very good linebacker they've strengthened all over the place yeah, I think um, yeah, that, I think that record last year. I think the team almost stopped playing for Todd Bowles, didn't they? He was a bit yeah. of a, a dead man walking for a long time there. Yeah. I mean, I think it's always hard in that sort of situation to really judge players too much because, I mean, it's it's not their not their coach anymore. Is he? So <laughs> I think if I knew after about five six weeks that he wasn't going to be the coach this year, and I mean, it's never a situation that's going to produce too many wins, is it? But um, no. yeah, I think they're a team that. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that it's a bit early to be talking about dark horses, but I feel they're a team that can take a big jump forward this year mm. and uh, really sort of be. I, mean, I don't know. Obviously, Super Bowl's a bit um, extreme, but I mean, if they make the playoffs, we've seen before anyone who makes the playoffs can win the Super Bowl. And yeah, you just got to get I think there. they can. Yeah, I think they can certainly be a playoff team. Yeah, I think they've got some a really nice roster. The, the Chris Herndon, the uh, second year tight end, is a. Kind of, uh, to me, looks like he could break out this year. And then that receiving call, Robbie Anderson, Jameson Crowder, and there's one other guy whose name is escaping me right Quincy now. Quincy Anunua. Quincy, that's it. He's um, the year he was fully fit. He was a monster. Yeah, he just just caught loads and loads of balls, didn't he? Yeah. Basically last year. And then yeah, I think he's got an injury at the end, didn't he? And then, but yeah, he's he's definitely they definitely got yeah, they definitely got some talent there. And it's just I think a lot of it basically comes down to if Darnold sort of takes a step up from last year or not, doesn't it? And yeah, where do you kind of place Darnold within the kind of the, the whole landscape of quarterbacks? I mean, I like Darnold a lot. Mm. I think I think it's really hard with these. Like, when we go through these, I think all the players like him, Mayfield, I yeah. mean, we'll get on to Allen soon enough. 
it's I think they're really tough to place because I don't think many of them had particularly great situations, and I think on the whole their situations have got better. Yeah. So I think it's tough to really judge right now because I mean you don't really know. Like Donald's got a brand new coach. With a, it's going to be a pretty different system, I think. So yeah, it's hard to really sort of say, oh, Darnold's going to be a whatever quarterback, top fifteen, top ten, top whatever. Mm. But I think he has got that potential to, if things go right, to really sort of step up. And I mean, I think people are too quickly to too quick to throw people into like top ten QBs because yes. I mean, if you make that list, it's it's a pretty good top ten. You sort of yeah. go. You can get to sort of eight without even really thinking about it, and you know, mm. even nine and ten are sort of pretty decent quarterbacks. So I think people jump too quickly to uh, sort of throw these people. Oh, there's a top ten quarterback already because you know there's some pretty established quarterbacks that are pretty good. But yeah, the top ten are pretty good. It's, it's yeah, something special to beat that. He missed three games for injury last year, but he did. Uh, he completed fifty-seven uh, percent of his passes for just shy of three thousand yards and uh, seventeen fifteen. Touchdown to interception rate, that's going to improve, I think, this year. Yeah, I think, I think it was always a thing, even when he was in college, that like he turned the ball over a little bit too much. But, I mean, I think if you can take that sort of side out of him and, and you know, five less interceptions or four or yeah. five less, less interceptions or whatever it might be and, you know, add ten touchdowns, maybe. Touchdowns, yeah. yeah, that's um, all of a sudden you've got a pretty good-looking season there. That's uh, instantly going to change things and I don't think that's a crazy thing to suggest that he could do that is it no not at all um, obviously they they, uh, they drafted uh, Quinn and Williams he fell to them basically right into their lap and um, uh, Polite the offensive linebacker outside linebacker sorry so Quinn and Williams and um, Lenny Williams on the defensive line yeah it's uh, going to cause some trouble yeah I mean I don't imagine the other quarterbacks in this division are too excited about that there's um yeah, so it's a good-looking group, and they've got some. I think they've got some good young players. I think is a thing, and yeah, sort of they're going to grow for a few years, and you know, I think it's a good way to build, isn't it? Letting these players grow up together a bit. Yeah, they've got some really nice pieces. Jamal Adams uh, is nice. They're overpaying Jermaine Johnson, I think, by quite a lot of money, but he's still good. He's yeah. good cornerback. Yeah, and I think players are going to get overpaid, aren't they? It's just the way it goes. I think when you've got that rookie quarterback deal, it just allows you to sort of overpay a little bit. And, yeah. you know, if it, if it brings a bit of success, then it doesn't really matter, does it? You, you've got to pay somebody, so you might as well pay him and if he's available. Yeah, why not? Um, I'm going to make a note of these now, and we're going to come back to these at the end of the season, Dave. But what is the New York Jets record going to be in 2019? Um, I mean, I it's tough to read. Really... <laughs> <laughs> I'll write them down if you want. It'll go, I'll go for I think somewhere in the nine and seven range. I would say you know yeah a, cu- um, a couple either side of that maybe like as a ceiling and a floor. I'd, I maybe the floor's a little lower than that because things can go wrong, can't they? But yeah, you know I don't think it's. I, I can see a scenario where it all comes together. Le'Veon Bell's like back to being Bell and about, yeah yeah and they're looking a hell of a good team. But you know it's tough to call. But yeah, I would. Um, yeah, I'd, I could see 11 wins, but yeah, I'll go for 9. I'm going to plump for 8 and 8, I think, which is a big improvement over 4 and 12. Yeah, I think I think come the end of the season, they'll be in the playoff hunt, whether they make the playoffs or whether they come a bit short, but I think they'll be there or thereabouts. Yes. They'll, they'll be on all them sort of scenarios in about week 14 or whatever, where we're not sure. Yeah, the who's season's not dead. Yeah. Definitely. Which, which I think is a good thing for them after sort of, not a greatest run over the last sort of few years. 
<coughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, let's move on to the Buffalo Bills. They finished last season with uh, six wins, ten losses, um, which was kind of, I think, roughly where they should have been. I, I've got a strange love for the Buffalo Bills. I'm not sure why. I'll, I'll, I'll probably go into it in a minute. It's mainly down to Josh Allen, I think. But <laughs> they've um, they've added Frank Gore and TJ Yeldon to go along with Sh- uh, LaShawn McCoy and Devin Singletary. They've got a very crowded. Um, Running back room, but yeah, also had a Cole Beasley, who's not a not a bad receiver. John Brown as well, someone that can stretch the field and catch those Josh Allen bombs. Um, Tyler Croft is all right at tight end, and lots of guys on the offensive line as well. They've lost uh, Charles Clay for whatever that kind of loss that is. What he was doing last year was not much, and Kyle Williams has retired. Uh, yeah, the drafted Singletary and uh, Ed Oliver. Um, six and ten, Dave. Are they going to improve on that, or I don't know. I felt I feel like six and ten last year was probably I don't know more than most would have predicted because you know I don't think that many people were overly high on Allen coming out, were they? And they were coming uh, off their playoff season, weren't they? Yeah, but very unexpected, I think. Yeah, and I think after that season, well, they got rid of a lot of players, didn't they? Heading into last year, and mm. it almost looked like they were doing a bit like what Miami, Miami sorry, looked like they're doing this year. Yeah where they're sort of cutting players and sort of going for a rebuild and almost accidentally won too many games. So yeah. I, think they, I, think, I think one thing they got is um, a really good head coach there and you know, yes. that helps a lot. And I think it's almost a little underrated because he's at Buffalo. No, nobody at Buffalo is ever going to get the most credit, are they? But I think I think basically this whole season just comes down to Josh Allen, doesn't it? I think yeah. if he can learn to sort of actually throw it a bit more accurate, uh, accurately... <laughs> And you know, be be a proper quarterback and not just this sort of runner. Then wasn't it quite dangerous? Yeah, he to me he looks like a slightly bigger and much whiter Cam Newton that loves to throw, loves to run around, loves to absolutely launch the ball. But if he can get some touch on his passes and some more accuracy, he could be deadly. He could be a, a, a fantasy stud quarterback for years. Oh, for sure, and like. Nobody's going to say he's ever going to come like Tom Brady, but at the same yeah. time, he does need to. Same as we'll get onto with Lamar Jackson whenever we get to that division, but yeah. he, they need to be able to at least be a threat with a, with the arm, which I'm not sure he was at times last year. I don't think. <laughs> no. So if you just, I just don't think you could be successful long term if you can't pass. And so he doesn't need to be great. He just needs to be. He just needs to be enough free. And yeah. I think he can do that. He just needs. Yeah, just needs to learn and. You know, this, I imagine this offseason is going to be a pretty big one for him, and I imagine he'll come back probably a bit of a different player. And you know, if he can become that player, then I mean, there's, there's a lot to like about Buffalo. That the defense mm. last year was excellent, wasn't it? it wasn't yeah. um, wasn't just good. It was a, one of the best defenses in the league. So yeah, they got some yeah, great linebackers. Lot, yeah, they're just yeah. There's a lot of talent, and I mean, I think some teams don't necessarily, I don't know, like the Cowboys over the years, I don't think they necessarily gave Dak all the tools to mm. sort of be successful, but I mean, Buffalo have gone all in on Allen, they've given him every chance to succeed, and I mean, it's all you can really ask of a team. Yeah, they've given him guys that can catch the ball out of the backfield and TJ Yeldon, they've given him solid running backs in Frank Gorn and Sean McCoy, they may be combined age of like 90, but they can still do a job. And then they've got the rookie in Singletree who's exciting as well and then guys like Cole Beasley and John Brown aren't going to jump off the page at you but they're solid solid receivers in the NFL add that to a group of they've got Robert Foster and Zay Jones who had a a, a slight breakout last year he got um, 
I think he's had nine touchdowns overall in his two seasons, which is not bad for a guy that kind of wasn't. It's not really very highly rated. He had seven touchdowns last year, which is very good. Yeah, it, it almost seems like higher than you'd expect, really, after sort of watching him, doesn't it? But and the fact that he had Nathan Peterman throwing in the ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, not a good situation for any sort of receiver, <laughs> is it? Last year or was it last year? So yeah, there's um, a lot to like, and you know, imagine if this team had got um, Antonio Brown like they were hoping to. They were they were yeah. the first team to. Was it Rapshi? I can't remember who tweeted now that they had um, basically agreed a deal. Out, didn't they? Yeah, so it was done basically, but and then he refused to go there. But I, mean, I think that's a tough thing for Buffalo. It's a tough place to get free agents to go to, isn't it? And yeah, that's that's why I just it's hard for them to ever be really good unless they, they need um, to be successful, don't they? They need to. Yeah, they need. To, sorry, need to do it through the draft, don't they? To mm. really get it because. You know, it's not the most desirable place in the world to go to, is it, Buffalo? And it makes it tough for them. Yeah, I think through the draft, they did a very good job of solidifying their defence. Tremaine Edmonds and uh, is it Matt Milano, the, the yeah. two linebackers, they've got, they're a great tandem. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, they can definitely build on that. Another year, another year older, another year of experience. And, you know, I don't think they're going to get better. And as I say, McDermott, I think he's, uh, yeah, one of the more underrated coaches in the league. I think he's done a great job there. In yeah, tough yeah. circumstances. Yeah, these are these are going to be my surprise team. I'm going. I'll put them down for ten wins this year. Wow! I don't. That is that is false. <laughs> I have I have a love of Josh Allen. I've drafted him everywhere I possibly can in every draft I've done so far, and he's he's just fun to watch. It, and like we said, if he can develop that passing game, and another year in the system, it, I think it'll work. I'm I'm going for a big year for them. And well, that, a season that Sean McDermott finally gets the recognition. It's a, honestly, last year I think with six wins he probably should have been very. Oh, well, coach of the year is tough because you know there were some really good coaches yeah. out there, but I think he was definitely top two or three. And I'd have, I'd have maybe given him the award. I think I don't know. It's tough, but yeah, I think he did an amazing job with not that much talent. And yeah. you know they've only added a bit of talent there. And say good young players again and some sort of decent. If not spectacular um, free agent additions, and yeah, I think they, oh, I think ten wins is a bit bold, but you know, <laughs> I, I, I want to go for six and ten. But you know, if things work out, I could definitely see it being higher than that. Yeah. So it was it, it a bit harsh saying six and ten about a team. It's not exactly like a, a real endorsement of them, is it? But uh, yeah, I um, yeah, I do sort of like a lot of what they do. It's just yeah, it's just tough for them. I say yeah. Before it, a lot of it comes down to um, Josh Allen, doesn't it? It does. Let's move on then to a team that somehow finished second um, in the East last season with seven wins was the Miami Dolphins. They will struggle to get seven wins again this season. Uh, Their key additions, uh, Brian Flores, uh, got a new head coach. Uh, They've got Josh Rosen and Ryan Fitzmagic, Dwayne Allen. um, I mean, if Dwayne Allen's one of your key additions, you're going to struggle. I like the Fitzpatrick add because he's fun he's fun for five or six weeks before it all falls apart I don't know what to make of Josh Rosen all we've got all I've got to go on is his season in um, Arizona where they were the worst offence in the league and he was the quarterback of that offence um, they've lost Juwan James who was a decent guard they've lost Josh Sitton who was again another decent guard um, Cam Wake has gone as well for that defensive line could be a big loss but they've gone into this season knowing what they are I don't know they they're not going to try and cause any upsets, I don't think. No, it's... I mean, yeah, I think they've gone... 
I mean, I, I think this is the most you'll ever see, or the closest you'll ever see to like an all-out tank from an NFL team mm. because you know it's tough to tank in the NFL. These it players aren't fifty-two players that want to win games. Yeah, it's. But that's that's the thing about um, the Rosen edition. Like, I think, I mean, they, they're, it's not they didn't really pay a great deal for it. They, uh, no, yeah, they've it, it was a good deal like in a vacuum. I think it's a perfectly good deal, but it's almost counterintuitive to all the stuff they've done the rest of the off season. Yeah, like obviously the GM, the coach, they want to win, but I mean, if they hadn't of Sam Rosen, they're they're big big favourites to get the number one pick, and you know there's some quarterbacks out there. They seem to be um, pretty much sold on to the uh, Alabama quarterback. That seems to be the one, the name that they're sort of really in on. But uh, Simon Rosen almost like almost threatens getting that pick. And yeah, I mean, Fitzpatrick's the perfect uh, guy to get you the number one pick. He'll throw a touchdown, yeah. but he'll also throw so many interceptions. Uh, I guess if you come out the season and Rosen is your quarterback and you found found your quarterback for a second round pick, and yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't. I don't see that. I don't. I think the um, it doesn't make tons of sense to me that no. um, signing. It just doesn't. It doesn't completely add up with what they've done the rest of the season. They got rid of basically anyone that they could to get rid of, and yeah, then <laughs> then you go and sign a quarterback. It just, yeah, it just doesn't. The rest of the season made so much sense to me. Like the off season, they've they're clearing out big contracts. They're clearing out players that aren't going to be there in a few years. They're really looking at the future, and then you sign Rosen. But yeah. you know, maybe, maybe they've just got more belief in Rosen than I have because. You know, I wasn't sold on what what he showed last year, but you know, I just it's hard to sort of slam a team for signing, going to sign a quarterback that you think might be a quarterback of the future. But again, yeah. to me, yeah, it's just a bit counterintuitive to the rest of what they've done. Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, looking through the roster, it's um, a wasteland. I think it's fair to say. <laughs> I mean, Kenyon yeah. Drake's a really fun running back, and Keelan Balage. They've got a kind of a one-two there, kind of. Um, I mean, wide receiver-wise, Devontae Parker and Kenny Stills, is that doing anything for you? I mean, there's some talent there. You throw in Albert Wilson as well. There's yeah. some sort of like... I mean, there is some sort of like talent on, in the skill positions, but it's still not... It's not exactly like great, is it? You wouldn't be too, you wouldn't be getting too excited about it. It's, no. uh, yeah, it's, it's a tough one because... I think signing Rosen almost puts a bit more pressure on them. I think if they hadn't yeah. signed him and they were just going with Fitzpatrick, everyone sort of knows that they're, you know, not they're not no teams trying to lose, but they're they're, they're trying to lose. You know, well, yeah, the no, pressure's on Rosen as well because he's one year yeah. away from being an absolute bust at this point. If he doesn't make anything work this year, then I, I, I don't think it's on him either. I think he was in a terrible spot last year with the Cardinals, and he's not in a much better spot now, really. No, it's. Yeah, it's a really hard one because, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to judge, but at the same time, you sort of it's all you've got to go on, isn't it? There's you, what if you're not judging on that, what can you judge on? Mm. Unless you're just giving someone a complete free pass, then you know I'm sure there will be people that will be doing that. It's the people that really liked him coming out will be giving him a free pass, but yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one. And does does Fitzpatrick start week one? Well. All the talk so far has been that Fitzpatrick's been better than Rosen in like practices and stuff, which yeah. no, that's not um, <laughs> that's not that's not exactly a big endorsement of <laughs> Rosen, is it? And his talents. No, but, I don't know. It's it's a tough one. I, I, if I had to bet, I'd, I'd say Rosen, but I don't think it's um, a, a, an easy one to. 
don't think it's a surefire thing that Rosen's going to be the quarterback, I should say. No, not at all. Defensively, there's there's some players there. Rashad Jones is one of the best safeties in the league. Minka Fitzpatrick as well. That's a really good safety tandem. Uh, we've got Xavier uh, Howard, decent cornerback. Uh, Kiko Alonso is not a player he was. He's more of a headhunter these days, unfortunately. That's one way of putting it. But, I mean, there are some decent players on defence, but offensively, yeah, it's... Uh, Devante Parker and Kenny Stills and Albert Wilson are your, 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 your starting wide receivers. It's not a great bunch. No, it's not... I'd say you look at the team, none of it's like absolutely terrible. No. But there's just not really any like really good players throughout, is there? Obviously, they've got some like younger... Younger players that are really good, but there's not many players that would even be like you know top ten in their position, let alone one of the best players. Well, we talked it's... about every every week last season. We talked about the games that had happened at the weekend, and we, we never ever spoke about the Dolphins. Bar week one when there was an electrical storm, and then bar the yeah. Patriots game when they had the crazy uh, play to end the game or win the game. That was it. That was the two things we talked about with the Dolphins last year. Yeah, that I think that's the thing. They were just so uninteresting, weren't they? There was just yeah. nothing. There's nothing about them that sort of like inspired anything in you, was there? It just yeah, it's a really dull team. And, what will yeah, uh, what will Brian Flores bring to this? Is he an upgrade over Adam Gase? Because Gase has got a weird reputation around the league. Yeah, it's weird, Gase, because when you when you look back at when he was hired there, um, it was sort of one of the like it was one of the like sought after coaches in the league, wasn't he? And, yeah, wasn't he yeah. Peyton Manning's yeah QB coach yeah. or something? Well, I think he was like his coordinator, wasn't he? And then oh, yeah, got the job, but yeah. And then, yeah, it's, it just didn't really work out for him. But sometimes it can just be that, you know. I mean, I say the team wasn't particularly great that he had to work with, but, you know, maybe we'll see with the Jets this year that it'll turn things around, but maybe the age of two he is. But <laughs> it's really hard. But yeah, Flores is obviously come from the Patriots. He was, he seemed to be one of the more respected coaches there and, mm. you know, one of the key parts of Belichick's um, staff. One that sort of a lot of people talked about as um, the man that was going to take over from Belichick when he eventually went. <laughs> Obviously, that sort of didn't work out because you know he's Josh getting a job. He can't. There. He's forcing yeah. these guys out one by one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> McDaniel's. You mean sorry? Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I can't have, can't have Rose. Actually, maybe Rosen will end up being a coordinator <laughs> or something. You know, like uh, he's um, he's a Cowboys. Oh, Kellen Kellen Moore, isn't it? He's yeah. a he was a quarterback and then. Sort of quite a young coordinator now, so maybe, yeah, maybe you've just predicted the future there, Rosen, the new, <laughs> the new Patriots coordinator. But yeah, it's um, yeah, it's tough. So yeah, he was definitely highly rated there, and you know, lots of people seem to like him. And yeah, you know, I'm sort of it's weird because he's in division, but I was, I was sort of rooting for him to have a good season there. And yeah, yeah it's a tough one, but first, I don't really know what the the floor is because I mean. I don't know what a bad season is. It almost feels like a free season for him, which isn't the worst thing when you're going into your first head coaching job, is it? To have a bit of a, a free run at it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's the plan to get kind of the top one, two or three pick, really, and they're, they're in line for that, and you're not going to lose your job for it. And yeah, it's just, it's just not a bad position to be in. No, and I think if everyone's, if everyone's on the same page, then it makes doing that sort of thing a lot easier. If you're just mm. trying to develop younger players, trying to really build for like 20... Uh, 2020, 2021. I mean, I think I, I, more teams should do this. Like, I mean, mm. the Giants are a perfect example, aren't they? Of a team that's like half doing it, and then you end up. Yeah, they're so the reluctant to actually. Yeah, do. yeah. I, mean, I, I think you, I think I can only you can only really credit the Dolphins for sort of actually going out and 
sort of commit into it other than the uh, Rosen pickup. But yeah. you know, even though it could work out and that could be a good move, it's just hard to hard to know at the moment. But yeah, I, I, I think they've done a good job and I think they've made a good hire. It's just you know, obviously it's a risk any time it's someone that's somebody's first job, isn't it? Yeah, just on those guys that have worked under Belichick and gone on to be head coaches. <sighs> Who's the most successful guy? Bill O'Brien, possibly? Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, I guess Schwartz it is. Had a decent run with the Lions. Yeah. Yeah, none of them have sort of um, lit it up of there in the league. None not, of them have been Matt Patricia on this podcast. No, no. <laughs> but I wasn't was a fan of him as a Patriot, so, you know. <laughs> no, it's not because of when it, when, Yeah, when he leaves, I'm not. <laughs> Weirdly, like, I know it didn't it didn't totally work out, but I think McDaniel's did a better job than he maybe gets credit for back then. Because yeah, they're all right, weren't they? Yeah, I think I think he tried to do some stuff differently, and you know, yeah. I th- people don't like different day on the whole. <laughs> I don't no, think not in the NFL. No, you've got to be Chip Kelly was hounded out of the league very quickly. <laughs> that's that's why you get people like um, oh, what's his name? The, the Broncos GM uh, Elway, oh, John Elway, just like yeah. yeah, just constantly going after the same type of quarterback time and time again. Yeah. <laughs> Massive statuesque men. Yeah, that's it. It's that that's why that sort of stuff happens. It's because of yeah things like that. But yeah, but Daniel, I don't think he did as bad a job as people thought. Like he got what he did with Tebow. <laughs> it was well, pretty good, yeah, going, exactly. wasn't it? Yeah, but you know, uh, it's a tough, tough one. Probably it's as O'Brien, tough... I suppose, but. I mean, yeah. he's working his way into that Belichick position at Houston. He's the man with the power there now. Which seems mad to me because you know, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sort of argue that he should even keep his job. So, <laughs> you know, it seems mad that he's uh, got. Well, yeah, he does seem to be the man with all the power there, which is yeah, yeah. insane to me. But we'll get onto the uh, the Texans and the. Uh, the AFC South uh, in the coming weeks. Um, there's one more team left in the AFC East, and that's, of course, the New England Patriots, who finished last season with 11-5. Um, the end the end days are coming, apparently, if you listen to people that don't like the Patriots. I don't particularly mind the Patriots. I know that's not a, 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 the thing to say for a, a fan of another club, but I, I admire what they've done, and it's amazing, really, to build not one but two dynasties under the same head coach and... Uh, quarterback, it's incredible. Yeah, I think obviously I'm going to say it as a Patriots fan, but I do find it just a bit dull sometimes. All the the Patriots say, and like I get it because you know yeah. it's the same with like Man United Everyone back in. Man U, yeah, yeah, a, a team that's successful is always going to be disliked, whoever they are. But like, I think the weird thing with the Patriots is I don't like. Obviously, every year you get the Brady was drafted, bloody bloody blah. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> All that stuff, like even as like one of the biggest Brady fans going, it still bores me. But yeah. I don't know how like somebody like a team that like uh, Belichick, like obviously had like the pedigree as a coordinator, but like an unsuccessful run in Cleveland and yeah. all this stuff, and then Brady like against the odds and all that stuff. I don't know how it doesn't get a bit more. I don't know more fans sort of thing, but yeah, you know, what it's you the do? underdog like, story basically. Yeah. I know they're not the underdogs these days, but they were. And it is sort of, it's like against the odds that this has happened, isn't it? And yeah, it should almost be. I don't know. I feel like, again, it, it, this is coming from a Patriot point of view, and it, I hate sort of sounding like I'm just being like a bit whiny, but yeah, it does. It is boring, all the sort of like, yeah, the Patriots hate all the time. Like, yeah. When you when you look on like you know the Facebook pages like NFL whatever they are NFL UK yeah there'll always be all the time like pre regulars or just getting to sport which seems to support 
I, I guarantee within three posts, one of them saying anybody but the Patriots. It's bloody blah. I mean, I can tell you from being a Patriots fan, it's fun. <laughs> like, winning is fun. And, yeah, there's, there's lots worse things to be than a Patriots fan. Yeah, I can tell you that. Yeah, and it's odd why, yeah. why you would choose to support a team that has been terrible for years. Like, if you come yeah. into the sport, the, the Patriots are a team that catch your eye because they're the most successful thing. And bandwagon, that's not a bandwagon thing to support the Patriots because they win. It's a bandwagon thing to suddenly become a, a Panthers fan after when they win the Super Bowl and they're your team and suddenly you drop off them because they're not good anymore. Or... I saw loads of Seahawks fans suddenly appear and they've disappeared in previous years. It's it's not a bandwagon thing to be a Patriots fan. Yeah, it's just... Oh, I don't know. I just, I just find that side of it dull and say, I'm sure you had it with the Seahawks for a few years. Yeah. It's probably that thing of like, yeah, don't be a Seahawks fan. But, you know, we outlasted you, didn't we? So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, no, but like, honestly, yeah, it's just that thing. Of like, I'm sure... But no one will be allowed to be a Browns fan anymore, I imagine. No, or, yeah, if you say you like the Browns now, it's like, oh, you didn't like us when we were 16. Well, yeah, like, just like, like, Honestly, I think if, if someone asked me like who they should support, I would just say, just watch like Red Zone and just go with who catches your eye. And yeah. like, that might be the Patriots, you know. People, the team's winning, oh, what's going to catch your eye? You're not going to go, oh, that team's, that team just lost seven in a row. I really like the look <laughs> of them. I'm going to support them. But that's what people seem to want people to do, isn't it? But, you know. Yeah, my friend Adam, he's a, he's a massive NFL fan, but he doesn't have a team. He, he likes specific players. He likes watching Beckham. He likes watching just the players that catch his eye. Yeah. That, that's not a bad way to be. Just like the sport. Right. Don't have to, you don't have to pick a team. Yeah, it's like... Is that when I become the Patriots, uh, pick the Patriots. Well, I say pick the Patriots. I didn't actually like, sit down and think, "Oh, I'm going to become a Patriots fan." <laughs> I just started watching the NFL, and it was around the time of Brady first starting out. So obviously, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna like the Patriots. It was a, it was the big story at the time. Like, nearly, a lot there was so much coverage of the Patriots around then. Then it's hard not to sort of start liking them, isn't it? But yeah, exactly. Yeah, our our um, friend of the show, Dave, has been on a couple of times. I, I was always banging on about NFL to him, and he was he's, he's not a sports fan at all, but. He eventually said, right, I'm going to get into NFL. Give me a few teams that are kind of on the up and coming. And I mean, I got a game list of five teams. I think the Ravens are in there, the Eagles, the Titans. For some reason, he chose the Titans. Um, I mean, he could have chosen the Eagles and won a Super Bowl already, but he, <laughs> <laughs> he went with the Titans. And I, I kind of admire that now. He's full in. He's a Titans fan. and He's got the Mariota jerseys, which are going to be irrelevant in a year's time. But <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's on that team now. And he's... He didn't just go, right, I like the NFL, I'm going to support the Patriots. Like, yeah. That, that would have been fine, but there are other teams. Yeah, I think I think just just watch the games. Just like, <laughs> that you like. Because I think a lot of, there's worse things you could do than just watch a game and just pick a team from the first team you, first game you watch, to be honest. Like, my wife likes the Bengals because she likes the uniforms. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of worse reasons to do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, I don't know. I think people just try too hard sometimes with it. Like, oh, I want to... Yeah, like imagine picking the Browns five years ago. Like I know, I know they're good now, but or going to be good, or probably going to be good. But oh, imagine that five years. I wouldn't even. I don't you'll even still be a fan. Just can't be up. But <laughs> no, all that just give, give up on the sport altogether because you picked the Browns. So. <laughs> uh, right, the key additions for the uh, the Patriots. This is tricky to actually uh, yeah. add up. I mean, Michael Bennett is a good player still. Jamie yeah, Collins yeah, that's yeah, I think Collins is um, an underrated one. I, yes. I loved him when he was a Patriots fan. And yeah, he, he, I loved him. And then when we traded him, like it made sense at the time. But I was a bit gutted, and hmm. yeah, so glad when he came available that we've got him back. And yeah, yeah, I think, I think that's an underrated because I haven't really seen much talk about it. But when he left the Patriots, he was seen as one of the most talented defenders in the whole league. Yeah, and like, I think when you look at his stats last year, he had a crazy amount of tackles, and I think it was yeah. Again, I think it's just 
almost like lost a bit of the, I don't know, the glamour, the right word, I don't know if what, you, but you know yeah. what I mean, that's sort of like, he's lost that edge and yeah, I think it, I think it was a very underrated sign and a good pickup. He that. joins a nice uh, linebacking core, Dante Hightower there as the, the established guy, but Carl Van Noy as well and uh, who was the rookie fellow who did really well last year, Roberts? Yeah, Landon Roberts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a good group, and you know, obviously, there was times last year when that defense perhaps didn't look so good, and you know, mm. I wasn't. I'm sure I came on here a few times and was critical of that defense and a lot of what they did. But yeah, I think there's so much to like about that defense, and I mean, I, I love Flowers, but you, um, you put in Bennett and said you're paying him less money, and you perhaps got a better player. Yeah, you'll get just you know, as much production. Maybe not the, the sack numbers anymore, but you'll get the pressures and he'll open up spaces for other guys to get yeah. to the quarterback. And the Patriots' like defence isn't, isn't built around getting loads of sacks. No. It's, it's more of a it's sort of containing them, and that's yeah. that's why the numbers don't look so good all the time. Yeah, it's the bend, don't break. But I like this defence. I like the McCourtley brothers. Patrick Chung's always been one of my favourite players. I'm not really sure why, but he's just kind of... <laughs> I just like him as a player. And then Stefan Gilmore is a, a top top three, top four, top five cornerback. Yeah, I mean, you could definitely make the argument he's the best cornerback in the league last year, couldn't you? Yeah. I think it's tough cornerback because obviously one cornerback isn't necessarily doing the same job as another because you know, one will be asked to do a lot more or a lot less than mm. others, so it's tough. To... I think it's one of them positions that's pretty hard to judge one against the other, but yeah, he's definitely among the best. You sneakily picked up um, Obi Malafenwu as well, who I was really high on coming out of college. He was the one of the guys that kind of struck me when I used to do my old um, Seahawks podcast that I wanted us to take because he seemed perfect for us. Yeah, yeah. So I think the draft on the whole, I think, was a yeah, a really good draft. Which I, I don't always feel like that. Um, I don't always feel like that coming out of Patriots draft, but this one mm. in particular was yeah, it felt great. And you know, time will tell. But yeah, yeah there's, I love Keel Harry. I think that's a really nice addition. I like this Patriots wide receiver core. It's not getting the 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 kind of res- respect it deserves. I suppose June Edmund is a top quality wide receiver. Yeah, I think for me, I think it's lacking a little bit. And yeah. that if if Josh Gordon comes back, then all of a sudden it's yeah. one of the best in the league. I think it's that. I think that's the thing. I, I think without him, it's decent but not incredible. Obviously, yeah. Harry might be great, might not be great first year. We don't know. But I think if yeah, I think if um, yeah, if Gordon and like. I mean, I follow obviously follow probably more Patriots beat writers than a lot of people because you know I'm a Patriots fan. So, but a lot of the talk through the off season when I've seen Gordon mentioned is that I mean the Patriots. I don't think they're expecting him, but I think they're very hopeful that he is going to be there next season. He's going to play a role. Which yeah, he's, you know, not, I think he's that, not banned, is he, or anything currently? He just took time away because of. I think he might. I, I think he might have been on like the, I can't remember what the whole situation was now, but. I mean, I think they're, yeah, at least hopeful, I think is uh, the thing. And, you know, that's massive if you get a player like him. Yeah, he's an absolute superstar. Yeah, he is such a good player. And, you know, I think think people almost harshly judge people that have the sort of issues that he has. And I I don't think it's as simple as people make it out to be at times. But No, no no one knows the the true story of what's happening in his head apart from him. No, and it seems like he stepped back this time because things were getting maybe on their way to where he wasn't. That, that yeah. can only be a good thing. And, you know, even just away from the Patriots and football together, I think it, it's a good thing if he ends up sort of 
becoming a regular or sort of a star in the league again, or yeah. even just playing, just playing every season or the next few years. If he just plays 16 games over the next few years, then mm. that's great because, yeah, I think just from like a personal sort of point of view, it's a, just a good thing. Any you know. any part of the roster that worries you? The offensive line, is that an issue? <sighs> I mean, yes, but <laughs> I mean, it has it's, before, it's not matter. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, I mean, I think we said it last year. I think you just always think the Patriots are going to get it right. And I mean, eventually they won't. And eventually, you know, maybe this is the year that like the Jets or whoever it is comes up and yeah. steals a division. And maybe this is the end of it. But, you know, if it is, then I, I mean, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, it's, but yeah, I think it like, obviously the Patriots are favourites and I'm expecting us to win the division again. But yeah. I also don't think it would be some crazy, some take some crazy scenario for, the Patriots to uh, you know miss the division and maybe even miss the playoffs. I don't know. It doesn't take too much, but you know I think same with any team. There's always issues there, and yeah. you know the receiver core is good, but it's question marks. And Sony Michelle's just had another um, Nick sort of, surgery. I think um, knee it was. Knee surgery. But he had he had knee issues coming out was the yeah. thing, which is obviously the worry. Which is a bit it's a bit Todd Gurley really, but yeah. obviously on a sort of less you know less important player. But you know it's. Well, they've dropped. They drafted Harris, which um, you know probably wasn't the greatest news for Sony Michelle. I don't think, but I mean personally, I didn't think Michelle actually had a particularly great year last year. Like they took him at the end of the first, which you know at the time I've, I'm never a fan of a running back in the first. And yeah. I mean it's weird because he had about five thousand touchdowns in the playoff. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm, we did, wasn't it, last year? Yeah, but I don't think he did that much of a different job to what like Legarrette Blunt would have done or whoever yeah. had in the past. I don't think. I know it's weird, but I feel like he sort of did what Michelle got last year was what the like, line got for him. Yes, he finished and with nine, nine and thirty-one yards, six touchdowns, and seven receptions for fifty yards. That's that's the big issue there. That number there, the seven receptions. Yeah, because I mean, I don't think you can play in a Patriots offense and not catch the ball. I don't. Th- no, <laughs> it, could... it it shows the other team exactly what you're going to do. If James White is there, you know what James White's there to do. Yeah, and, you know what he's there to do. Yeah, that was the problem. It was, um, yeah, when he was on the field, we were running the ball. Yeah, it shows your hand. You, yeah, and that's the Adrian Peterson problem. Yeah, and that's not what Patriots of offenses are about. They're no. about sort of misdirection and trickeration. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> lots of sort of weird little things, and yeah, I think Michelle. Oh, maybe not this year, but and I think Burkhead's the one who's probably going to mm. suffer the most from Harris being there. But I think. If you if you were looking back in a year's time, maybe next off season and Michelle's sort of down the list on the depth chart a bit, it wouldn't be some. I don't think it'd be some big shock there. So yeah, it's a tough one, but um, yeah, I think Michelle's a big question mark for the Patriots. But I don't I don't necessarily think that's a big issue because you know no. running backs can be sorted out, especially for the Patriots when it's not the biggest part of the offence, although obviously it's a bit more than it has been in the past. But, you know, I think one way or another they'll make, they'll create a running game. But There's guys on the street yeah. that can come in and do a, a good enough yeah. job. We'll Jamie get Jonas, Jonas Gray, we'll get him back for <laughs> run 300 on get the game. <laughs> I, I still regret not getting a Patriots jersey when he was there for a few games. <laughs> the only time I had an opportunity to get a Gray. But, but there, are, there are people that if need be, like Jay Jolly's a free agent still, he can come in and do yeah. a job. He'll exactly. be a new Garrett Blunt, basically. Yeah. Yeah, he'll, and he'll probably do a lot more than Blunt would have done. Like if, if we, yeah, if we need him, then yeah, just sign him up for next to no money, and yeah. you know, 
I'm sure he'd do, he'd do that job. Yeah, there are but, players there. Uh, we never actually picked the record for the Dolphins. I'm going to go for 3 and 13. <sighs> yeah, that, that that feels about right. It's. I mean, I'm going to go 4 and 12. Yeah. And they just. They managed to sort of, like, almost cock up. <laughs> just enough to not get that first pick. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a tough one, but yeah, I'll go 4 and 12. And okay, yeah, it doesn't win a game or two too many. For the Patriots, I'm going the same again. 11 and 5, I think. Yeah, eleven and five, ten and six, somewhere in that range, I think. Probably, yeah, I got eleven and five. Yeah, so I can't say ten and six because if I say that, then I've got them drawing the division with the Bills. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'm saying eleven and five, but I will be picking them every single week <laughs> this season, as I did last year, and will continue to do, even if we're the sort of, even if we go zero and sixteen on the, I will be picking them every single week because you know, who yeah. wants to pick against their own team? Like, exactly, just, you're not a fan of picking against your own team. Yeah, like I don't, I'd rather have a worse record or whatever and pick pick with the Patriots than pick against them. Yeah, so I'd rather have your own 16 and my picks and Seahawks picks yeah. than uh, be your own 16. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> Picking against your own team is for, for bad, bad people. Yeah, you're bad people if you do that. Well, there we go then. So we've got the division, I've got the division looking like the Patriots, the Bills, the Jets and the Dolphins. Uh, I mean, for me, swapping the Jets and the, the Bills, but... Again, I still think the the Jets are a sneaky team. Yeah. If, if they if they get off to a like a good start, then yeah, I think they're definitely a team that can be. I think they could definitely be a playoff team. I think they're. They've got the, uh, the talent there. Yeah, for sure. And like, if they can lean on Bell a bit, if Bell, look, I'm a believer in Bell. Still, I think. Yeah, he's never on Bell. We've said before he's yeah. the best running back in the league. I think there's always been this sort of thing over like the time he. Well, not playing last year, where people have almost forgotten that he was like incredible. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't just. He wasn't just like all right. He was like an amazing running back, like absolutely incredible running back who also won. Like, could have probably been a decent wide receiver in the league. And yeah, yeah, I think people are underrating Bell, and I don't think a year off's necessarily a bad thing for a running back to let their body heal up. I think I've said it got quite a few times on it. I think you saw with Lynch, he took a year off, and he come back pretty good for the Raiders. Yeah, and yeah good. Bell was it. Yeah, Bell was a younger man than Lynch, and probably a better running back than Lynch ever was. Yeah, and yeah, I think I think the Jets obviously didn't have to pay as much as people probably thought they were going to have to, like <coughs> part like, part way through that season. And mm. yeah, I think if if Bell can hit the ground running, then you know Darnold can step forward. Then that, that Jets team there's a lot to like about them. I think. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we shall move on then. Next week we'll be doing the NFC East, uh, which is always a fun division if you uh, like yeah. America's teams. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm so excited for the Giants. But... <laughs> can, we, can we just have like half hour on Dave Gettleman? <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. I mean, we're not going to plan that in, but that's definitely what's going to happen. Yeah. Because that I will mean, just happen anyway. What a team. What a team. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's going to be next week's show, um, the NFC East preview. Um the dynasty leagues are all full they're all drafted they're all uh, in place if you got into that and you finished your draft congratulations I hope you're happy with your team I'm pretty happy with my team in the first and ten dynasty I've got myself Alvin Kamara um, Travis Kelsey as well happy with that I've got David Montgomery I think it's going to be a stud nice. um, I did also pick Jimmy Garoppolo because um, I kind of forgot that we two quarterbacks so I, I panicked <laughs> and then got Jimmy Garoppolo and Andy Dalton but I'm happy with that they'll do a job <laughs> Yeah, I think that was the draft when at one stage, like, I think I had like four quarterbacks and yeah. some things had like maybe not even any. I can't remember now, but yeah, yeah I, I definitely went quarterback heavy in my uh, drafts. <laughs> I was Did, a bit Colin Kaepernick because you never know. Yeah, I mean, 
We probably do, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we'll, we'll, have, we'll have plenty more fantasy things over the summer, and as we head into the league, I'm sure we'll um, do plenty of stuff. But I mean, I, I mean, they could do a sponsor in this if they want to. But I'd like to give a shout out to Sleeper, like the uh, yeah. app. Like if people are starting up leagues this year, I'd hundred percent recommend Sleeper because yes. it was so easy to use, and especially like as a as a commissioner of the league, they were so easy to do. But you know. I mean, if anyone from Sleeper is listening, we'll happily take some sponsorship stuff. Oh but, yeah, I know you, you know, this other podcast, so don't exactly, be shy. Certainly, this is a this is a free endorsement here. But yeah, I'd, I'd 100% recommend Sleeper. I think yeah. I've probably been moving our uh, Mega League over to Sleeper this year just because you know it's a lot easier to use than Yahoo on the whole. Yeah, I'm giving Yahoo one more year with my um, my league that I'm commissioner of, and then it's gets coming over to Sleeper as well. It just it just works. It looks yeah. really nice. The desktop site looks good as well. And yeah, it's just. It's so simple, and don't get me wrong, I do like Yahoo. I think it's probably the best of sort of the, I don't know, the mainstream it's ones. NFL.com, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, 100% recommend Sleeper to people if they're uh, looking to start up a new league, or even just move their league somewhere, or, yeah. yeah, Sleeper was so easy to use, and yeah, I think it's just Sleeper app or something like that, Sleeper bot, yeah, can't remember now, but... We're going to so, be emailing them shortly for yeah. <laughs> sponsorship. Yeah, but, yeah, so, you know, if, you, if you're looking at signing up for uh, any of our leagues in the future, then just... They are probably going to be on there. So, yes, definitely. Um, the mega league stuff that's going to open more towards the start of the season. Yeah, near the season. I, I, I'm trying to come up with some more ideas for fantasy leagues, but that'll definitely be biggest year ever, aren't we? With it? Yeah. So we had five leagues last year. So you know, maybe six this year, hopefully. And yeah, get involved. You know. Fantasy football is fun. Yeah. What else can okay. we do on Sundays? <laughs> Exactly. Talk to you half. No, I, th- I think that is what I think. Like we said earlier, with um, like new fans, I think one good way of getting into f- like football and you know just learning, yeah, like, even just learning some players is through fantasy. Definitely, I think yeah. you you definitely. It's weird how all of a sudden you know like the Dolphins four or five receivers <laughs> because you played you've had a bit of fantasy and you're a bit short on running on wide receivers one week. Like, I think it does help you to learn and yes, you know I think that's why a lot of people probably you know don't know defense quite as well because you know. You just pick a team. Most, just, yeah, stick with it. Yeah, most fantasy leagues don't have like individual players. So, but yeah, I think yeah, if you if you're a new fan, anything like that, I'd say definitely say just get involved with fantasy. If you never played before, if you're not sure, just get involved. There's so so much fun, especially if you're in like a good league. Yeah, just an make, active league with a, a that trades a lot and there's lots of chat going on. It's it's good fun. It's um it's yeah, a good way to spend a week. It's, it, you watch it's a, over your life. Yeah, it does uh, take a lot of time. <laughs> well, I suppose it could take up as much time as you want it to, got it? But yeah, it does take a lot of my time, fantasy. A lot of uh, lot of time at what, when I should be working. Well, it's one uh, of the bonuses of working nights, that when these notifications come through about players getting injured, I'm straight on there picking up the you're backups. You're on there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it does make, you know, watching the random like Ravens versus, I don't know, Jets game or something. Yeah. All of a sudden you've got a couple of players for fantasy. All of a sudden you've got a lot more interested. Like, Yeah, Red Zone's fun as it is, but if you've got a player yeah. in one of the games... When when it flicks to a highlight of that game, you get excited. Like, oh, is it my guy? Is it my guy? And it, when it is, it's like, yes, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I, I love fantasy, and obviously you can get as involved as you want to. And yeah, yeah, but yeah, with our site, there's never any cost with any of the leagues and all that stuff. So no, they're yeah, all free. They've all got prizes. Yeah, always always got something. Don't know what this year. I think <laughs> I said I think the dynasty leagues we're going to be um, doing some sort of champion versus champion like triple threat or something I don't know yeah I think we should get a trophy yeah we'll get a trophy we'll and a trophy. yeah but it may be in week 17 we're going to have like the three winners from the three dynasty leagues playing against each other somehow and, nice you know I don't know I'll come up with something anyway God. yeah we'll figure it way out too, way too much time until that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's literally next February 
Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, so close. Yeah. This is, it seems so far away, but all, all the time we'll be talking about pre-season. And, oh, yeah. You know, I can't wait for pre-season, you know. <laughs> Those week three pre-season games. Oh, yeah. What's what it's all about. That's it. <laughs> like, honestly, like, it, it amazes me how many people get excited about like the pre-season schedule and stuff. Like, honestly, I, I couldn't tell you last time I watched a Patriots pre-season game. And that, I, that's bad, isn't it? I'm the somebody, sad somebody, to listen to them at work because I've got nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I guess if I was up and I, I didn't have anything to do, like it's saying you're at work, so it's a bit different, I guess. But yeah, I, I imagine staying up for a preseason. <laughs> oh, but I've, I've watched some highlights. I was going to say, I mean, I mean, I haven't watched one live, like because oh, who could be bothered? Yeah, with just that? get on YouTube and watch the four-minute highlight clips. Yeah, like, I mean, so many of the players that play in them are just irrelevant on the I've whole. Never yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy to just read a read a, a report after the game and look at some stuff there and yeah, I mean I, I maybe shouldn't say that seeing as we do an NFL podcast and all that stuff. But, oh, we're getting deep you know, into it. You, you just wait. I'm yeah, yeah, we're going all in on the preseason. <laughs> we're not we're not doing any regular season coverage anymore because we just <laughs> like actually spent from the uh, preseason. But. Yeah, the amount of work we put into it, we're going to be in that <laughs> podcast. Yeah, um, where can people find us on the social medias, Dave? Um, we are at first and ten underscore um, on Twitter, and on there at the moment, I've got. I said we are doing um, like a thing like nominate like I don't know the best people to follow from like um, around like UK NFL and all that stuff. So last week we did podcast. So if you go on there, you can find a big list of podcasts people are recommended. And this week we're doing um, like fan accounts as in team. Yeah, it's dedicated great. Team My phone is blowing up every day with these so many UK accounts. I never knew there was this many. Yeah, that's it. And so I saw it was inspired by someone, uh, a f- like a fantasy um, account, right. um, Ryan McDowell, who like did it for fantasy. And you know, it was like one week it'd be people who, like good for dynasty and yeah. others for keeper and all that stuff. So I thought oh, it'd be a good idea. Like you know, it's had to do in the off season as well, isn't it? And you know, I say so many people we've seen put on there. Oh, I like, didn't realise there were so many like UK podcasts and all that stuff. So you know, get on there. I don't know if there's anyone you particularly like and. You know, even if the thing's gone, I can still add them on and add them onto the list. So by the end, I'll publish like a big list of all the ones that have been recommended. So, yeah, you know, get involved in that. We want to get some of these guys on the podcast as well. If you've got an NFL podcast in, in the UK and you want to come and join us and talk about your team, then uh, get in touch with us or yeah. we'll get in touch with you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Say anyone that wants to come on, we're always uh, happy to have anyone on. Even if someone wants to just promote their own podcast, they can come on here and do it if they want yeah, to. I don't definitely. Know. Yeah. Um, we are first and ten on Facebook as well. Um, Firstandten.com is the website? Yeah, firstandten.co.uk, isn't it? <laughs> okay. This, this is really that. bad, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> dot, dot .co.uk. We're rusty. We're not in the swing of things. We'll get back yeah, to it. Yeah. yeah, it's been uh, yeah, it's been a while. Honestly, I don't, what, do, I don't think we did one in the whole of May, did we? I don't, I, honestly, uh, I couldn't tell you what the last podcast was. But no. Draft it's not, recap stuff, I think. Yeah, yeah, it would have been. So, oh, yeah, a while ago now. Yeah, we've had a time off, but we're back now. We're going to be weekly up until the preseason, and then we're going to be daily talking about preseason games every day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll say we, have, we haven't sort of finalised, but I think we are going to be doing a few more episodes a week, aren't we, and stuff. And... Yes, there's stuff happening. We're going to be doing uh, preview shows, review shows, and maybe fantasy shows. Maybe that'll be behind yeah. the paywall. Pay us for our fantasy knowledge. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. We'll figure that out. Probably not, though. Um <laughs> Where can people find you on Twitter, Dave? Uh, I'm at DJG23. And, and like, mostly you'll just find me slagging off who I am at the moment. So, <laughs> you, know, you know, you might not want to follow me at the moment, but, you know, what can you do? Um, just at... had to renew my season ticket, so, you oh, know, really? not in the best mood. Yeah, not, not in that? the best mood. Too much is how much it is. 
<laughs> yeah, we don't need a number actually. Yeah, just that too much. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm at Rossworth 1984. Uh, you can find me. Just profess my love for Marcelo Bielsa week in and week out, basically, <laughs> on Twitter. I'll swap. <laughs> I'll swap positions if you want, that'll be fine. Yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> a season in the Championship, but do you good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, our, t- our squad's heading that way anyway. So. <laughs> this is for another podcast. I'll do a Man on the Post podcast. <laughs> uh, you can come and join us on there and talk about Arsenal I, all you want. I'm happy to come on there if you want someone to moan about Arsenal for a while. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, we shall be back next week with our NFC East preview. So until then, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Dave. Bye. And we'll see you next week.